live from the Just Okay Podcast Studios. This is the Just Okay Podcast, a podcast about trying. With new intro and outro music. Oh yeah, I I didn't even write that down on my list. Oh, I did. Yes. No, I didn't write it down on my list. I is just that, remembered. <laughs> is that part of your ideas? Um, yeah, yeah. We're, we're all right. out of order. Let's no. start this correctly. Sorry. What was Just Okay about your week? Just Okay about my week is that I've been sick newly. I got better from last week's sickness. Yeah, I don't know that you... got were, sick. I don't know that you were actually sick last week now upon this sickness. And my nose is just in pain. Yeah, we're going to sound not our best. One of one of the top compliments I get about this podcast are is about our voices. And they might be a little bit compromised yes. this evening. I'm or... more nasally than usual <laughs> this week. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, we've been sick for this is day three. I don't know. And we got sick at the exact same time and have been sick the whole time together. And it's a terrible idea. But don't worry, because we're feeling better than yesterday. Oh, 100%. I fully expect it tomorrow morning. I mean, I haven't taken medicine since first thing this morning. I'll be fine. Tomorrow. In an effort to not talk about alcohol as much, um, I've had alcohol every day this week. And that's probably <laughs> while I'm sick. Slash, I keep thinking I'm going to make myself feel better. Because I'm drinking like hot toddies and I'm like, oh, you know, a little shot of whiskey at night. That'll make me feel better. Yeah. Maybe it is. I mean, the Virgil's root beer with a oh, shot of bourbon in it last that night. That was money. Probably. I mean, yeah. It wasn't that great because I realized as I drank, you know what? That, what was, that is my just okay for the week. What? Was the Virgil's and bourbon. Because that was delicious. Soda isn't delicious to me anymore. The only carbonated thing that I drink is carbonated the right word. Yes. I think the only bubbly. Car- bubbly <laughs> yes, the only bubbly things that I drink at this point are um, kombucha. Spindrift is my preferred seltzer. I'm not a big fan of Lacroix, but I'll drink a Lacroix if if it's presented to me. But yeah, some sort of seltzer, and like if somebody basically guilts me into drinking champagne. Like, those are the only bubbly things I drink. I don't but drink soda. But are you rating them? Ever. Do you think champagne's better than soda? I mean, well, absolutely champagne's better than soda because champagne is at least going to, like, make me... Okay. I'm going to get buzzed at some okay. point drinking champagne. My... Soda is just, like... Sh- like, that's the thing is with Virgil's, like... So, back in the day when I was a soda drinker, because I was for a very long time, I drank Diet Coke. Right. Virgil's is just, like... Thick and sugary. Like, that's what it is to me. Well, and it's I don't root need, beer to start with. And which, I had, like, I had, um, like, indigestion. Root beer, will, root beer will cause that. Right. And so I just, I'm out on soda. I'm out on soda. That's fine. forever. But, but you did yesterday, offensively, call root beer the apple juice of sodas. Yeah, I just don't like no, it. No, but that's wrong, first it's of sugary all. sugary and sweet yeah, and, that's, like... That's fine. I don't disagree <laughs> with you. I'm just saying... How dare you call root beer the <laughs> apple juice? Nay, this the gonna, cider. This is going to be another cider controversy. <laughs> um, orange soda is obviously the apple juice of so, sodas. So here's my thing. Orange soda, and I mean, don't ask me last time I had grape soda because that was Grape soda is good though. That's really soda. good. Well, so grape soda and orange soda, I like from an estate. We've, we've discussed, and we originally the plan for the podcast today. And when I say originally, <laughs> I mean like days ago. We were going to talk about Whole30. Right. We're not there yet because we're going to put that on hold for a minute. But when we get there, I will. we will discuss, obviously, all like all of our food things, of which we have many. One of my things 
Nope. Lost it. <laughs> it was something about juice and soda. Well, while you think about that, I'll give my top bubbly, Damn, my top bubbly beverages, it? which is... Oh, wait. No, sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, I remembered. I don't want to forget again. Okay. If you're going to eat it or if you're going to drink it, just do it. So, like, if I'm going to go sugary soda that's going to make me feel shitty, I'm going to drink an orange soda. Because I... But I they mean, don't taste good. That's the problem. But I, I, maybe I just don't like root beer. Okay? Yeah. You might just have to accept that I don't like root beer. That's fine. But I don't like orange soda is it. not. That's fine. But orange soda is not a better option is what I'm saying. I mean, if I have... If, if you told me that I had to pick a soda and I had to drink one... I'm, Barks. No. You like Barks. Stop I shitting on root beer like, when you like Barks. I only like Barks when it's mixed with Diet Coke. Okay. But if you told me I had to pick a soda, you I would pick to. Dr. Pepper. Okay. Yeah. And actually, as Brent, who's gotten many a shout out <laughs> on this podcast, knows, I actually prefer Mr. Pibb yeah. to Dr. Pepper. Mr. Pibb Extra? Because that's all you can find these days. Uh, I think so. But I don't. I mean, again, again, it's been so long since I drank soda. I mean, my stop top, it. My who's top. drinking soda anymore? It's like the it's the twenty eighteen. Like it's the new cigarettes. Like who's no. smoking anymore? Everybody's who's drinking, drinking soda? soda. Everybody's drinking soda. Stuff. <laughs> my top bubbly drinks. Number one, Topo Chico. Oh, you love Topo Mexican Chico. Mexican mineral water. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Number two, Harold Steiner. Oh. German mineral water. Number three, with trace amounts of lithium. Yes. That's how I microdose my lithium is with Harold Steiner <laughs> mineral water because it comes naturally from the source. That's right. Number three. There's no number three. Kombucha. Yeah, yeah okay. Kombucha is a number three. Kombucha is delicious. Actually, may, that may rank higher, but... It's my number one. Those are bubblies. my bubbly beverages. Yeah, if I had to pick a bubbly... If I had to rank them... Bottom of the list, the last thing on my bubbly... Is champagne. Have you ever had no, champagne? No, I have, and no, it's not the last thing. The last thing is apple cider vinegar. Oh, well. Is I it mean, even bubbly or does no. it just taste that bad that you think it's carbonated? It. I've never had a... What are you even talking about? you never had apple about, cider vinegar? I've had ACV many times and stopped saying it because every time you say it, I get like a gag <laughs> reflex and terrible. I get a pit in my stomach. Okay. So maybe it's not even carbonated. So It's not carbonated. I don't know what like you're talking about. Seems like it might about. be. When it burns, it we makes used, you want to vomit. We used to do shots of apple cider vinegar every morning because there are some excellent... We should, probably should keep doing it. That's probably why we're sick because we, we stopped doing it. We should do it in the winter for sure. Right. I need to find a way. I wonder if, I, if there's a tea that I could add to it and just drink it in the morning. Because I, I mean... I love myself a beverage, and so... People are making apple cider vinegar drinks now. They are, but I don't necessarily want to drink one of those every day. I just day. assume but that... But if, like, I'm going to drink tea and I could add ACV to it and not have it be horrible, I would do that. Shout out to Drinks with Josh podcast, speaking of beverages. Yeah. Kings of Drink Mountain. They are. Um, Give them a listen. And so, a follow, and a like, and a subscribe, was, and all the things. Did you even ever say what was just okay about... Your week? Ben's pointing at a big bug, which means I have to kill it because I'm the bug killer in the family and not him. Um, the drink, the the bourbon and the bourbon oh, and root beer last okay. night. It was just okay. okay. Should we take a commercial break to dispose of the no, bug? No, you can start with ideas and I'll kill the bug. I have I'm a lot sorry of ideas. That I'm going to kill the bug though. I'm gonna, I want to say that publicly that I don't want to kill the bug. But I have a lot of ideas this week, and the only reason I have a lot of ideas is because I recorded all of them. Not recorded. I wrote them down. I touched it. I touched it. <laughs> well, you have to kill it. A little sad. Oh, that is sad. That's a bad way to go. Thank you, Brother Bug, for... I think it was a cricket, maybe? 
doing whatever it is that you do that helps. Oh, it probably was eating something nature. else that I didn't want in the yeah, house. Yeah, probably is eating spiders. I should probably and not mice. Leave, should probably not leave those blankets just laying on the floor like that. <laughs> gross. We're in the basement, guys. Yeah, we so we accomplished our homework from last week. Yes, no we need did. to talk about that later. Yeah. We have a new studio in the pot in the um, in the basement. I think this is gonna be a good spot. I think so too. We'll see when the air comes on how loud it is, but But it, yeah, no, that's true. But I think this is nice down here. Okay, my ideas for the week. All right. I started yeah. writing them down. That's a better plan than me not writing them down. What did your dad say? The sharpest no, the dullest pencil is better than the sharpest mind. Yes. Do you know if that's like a, an actual quote from? I him? have no idea, and I thought that may have been Aaron's thought, not my dad's. Aaron wrote it down, but I think he attributed it to your dad. Aaron wrote it down, thereby living by the maxim of. It's true. And speaking of Aaron, pencil. we talked about the intro oh, music, right. but we didn't thank him specifically. Ben's brother did our new intro music for. Yeah, us. check out on the front and back end of the podcast. Yeah. Original music by Aaron. Yeah, that's that. That's a thing that's happening. Yeah. Super cool. Ideas. (laughs) My first idea comes from a conversation with a friend. A text conversation because how else do you converse these days? Lord knows I don't know. He was... He's been doing some barefoot walking outside. Oh, it's rare that that you have an idea with which I don't even know where this is going. So... I don't even know who you're talking about. Some, you know, to ground yourself. Yeah, sure. You walk outside barefoot. He feel like he, he needed to take it to the next level. Uh, I mean. And be naked in nature. That's and awesome. I, and he asked me, he's like, have you ever thought of this? And I was like, absolutely. All the time. In fact, recently I was like, where can we go to someplace that's nudist? And he was like, I'm not up for public nudity. <laughs> and I was like, me either. But what if there was like nudist Airbnb where you could rent a place, not just like a house so you could be naked in it. But where you could like oh. rent some sort of like um, part of nature, some outside space. Sure. Where you could be naked in well, it privately. So it's good that you clarified not a house that you can be in naked because... so You I'm, can do that. Right. <laughs> That's called it, an Airbnb. Well, it's called your own house. Well, also that. But like if you needed a place to go to be naked because you couldn't be in your house for whatever reason, <laughs> yeah. you could just get an Airbnb. So I am going next week to a... Nudist Airbnb. I, I didn't want to like hijack your idea, but I'm already doing this. No, I'm going to a getaway is what it's called. Um, and they're specifically like in the woods, like in the woods. Like the little two sleeper place that I'm going to be in is going to be surrounded only by nature. It's, and other well, two so sleeper places. that's the thing is that I think that I was thinking about that when you said a place you could go to be naked and I think there are going to be other places fairly close there by. Are. I've looked up it up before. Um, so that's a little bit of a bummer. But if nobody's in those places, right. I could be, be naked outside. And honestly, I mean, I don't care. I've overcome the nudity issues. So right. There's I some could... legality. Oh, okay. That's fair. Although for a woman being naked outside, you're probably going to get less complaints than if a man was naked outside. This is the world we live in. That's true. Right. So you could probably do it anyway. Well, I don't plan on that because that's not something that I feel the need to do. Barefoot first, then, um, then nudism. Yeah. But I'm excited. I'm going to this place and I'm going alone. And I've had multiple times this week where I've thought, what am I, what am I doing? Like, why am I going to this place and doing this thing? 
So over the next few days, I'm determined to figure out how I'm going to make it be amazing. It's less than 24 hours. Like I check in at three and I check out at 11 and it's about an hour, 45 minute drive, hour and a half, hour, 45 minute drive. So there's not a ton of time, but you will be with the kids and they have like cell phone lock boxes, which I'm considering using so that like, I, I mean, that's the first time that I will literally be alone, alone, probably ever. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like I've done some solo trips recently, but it, well, I wasn't by myself once I got to where I was going. Like I went to St. Louis, I went to Boston, I went to Florida, but like I was with other people when I was there. I just didn't go with you. Right. So this is the first time that I will truly be alone. That sounds perfect. I know. I should send you for my birthday is actually what should happen. You know what? That's actually an idea. Mm, I think on that. What other? So I didn't really have any other ideas other than we've talked a lot about a website that we would like to create. I didn't even write that one down. Uh, that was really my only idea for the week that I can think of because I just was... So that's two weeks in a row because I think we talked about that last yeah. week at Vices.com. We did tr- attempt... It doesn't exist yet. We bought it. We bought. I bought the domain. Oh, that's right. We did attempt to have set up a FaceTime meeting with our web developer. But <laughs> as he said, quote, you're old aff. <laughs> And he lives in mountain standard, mountain standard time. I don't know. He lives in mountain time. (laughs) (laughs) So we go to bed when he's like alive. So we'll figure that out. But that's coming. So that was my only real idea. The other idea, and you'll, you'll know this one because we've talked about this, but list technology. Oh my gosh. We have, this is the whole podcast today. Just about lists? I mean, it all centers on lists. It, for me, our entire topic today, which is. Life philosophy, YOLO versus the future, as we refer to it. Like, it all comes back to lists for me. Needing lists to show your priorities. Yeah, you have to have a master ranking system. But the idea this week was a way to have lists, multiple lists for multiple different things, but then some sort of display or displays in your house that just kind of like cycles through your lists. So one way you could do it is... Just hook up a computer to a TV. Yes. And we don't... Well, I guess we do use that TV. Well, and I was even thinking... I was just thinking like a digital picture frame. Right. And then we could just like take pictures of the list and plug them in there. We have a neighbor who created an entire video cube that cycles through pictures. Oh my gosh. I'm sure they could help us. Maybe we can borrow James's cube. Oh, have different lists on different cubes? That would be super cool. I wonder if his his cube is just sitting in his uh, in the garage. It's covered by a tie dyed sheet. Oh, well then we should definitely ask him about it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that was an idea. Yeah. Um. Also, an idea this week is I requested that you evangelize music to me better. Okay. No, 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 no. Hold on. Okay. Like, not just like, hey, here's this song I like, but like, sit me down and be like, Sia. Sia. See ya. I will tell you how you can remember Hold in on. a minute. Hold on. See ya. I really like her music. Also, facts one, two, three, four, <laughs> and five. Now give a listen to this music. Okay. Because all it took was Pete and Sweet no, Lady Val. Stop. You're ruining the whole story. No, I'm, I'm give, not. Like, the whole background. This is it. my idea, not yours. <laughs> and then once they're like, 
oh yeah, she doesn't get like seen in public or something or some weird thing. Right. This I'm is like, the backstory I'm trying to give. It, yeah. And if you had evangelized already to me, oh I wouldn't gosh. have to stumble through this. I but anyway, not believe the, this is happening right now. The point is... I'm being... I have no one on my side. You don't. Because it's defend, just one against one. But this is not how our life actually goes. But the point is, I need you to sit down and say, it's time for music evangelism <laughs> oh class. Oh my gosh. Here is who I need to tell you about. I can't believe this is happening And then right now. when you tell me, I'll say, oh, okay. I'll definitely listen. All right, hold on. I'm about to defend myself with many cases in which I've done this. Okay, number one, we'll just give the background on Sia. If anyone hasn't listened to Sia, S-I-A. Go look it up. Go She's li- like an old Australian. She's an, she does not allow her face to be shown, a la, uh, what was the cranberry singer's name? Dolores. Dolores something. R.I.P. Rest in power to Rest Dolores power, something Dolores. because she, it, it's super sad. Um, Sia does not show her face when she's performing. Yeah, in public. She doesn't walk around with... She so said that that'd be her cool. preferred way to cover her face is with a wig. So it's like a... It's like hair, basically, that's just in cover, covers her face. Either covers all the way down past her nose or I think sometimes it will cover... Um, Always covers her eyes, and sometimes it covers, like, one side will come down over her nose and her mouth. Anyway, I have two of her albums. Your sister Malia is also a huge Sia fan. We've discussed this at length. I listen to her all the time. Yeah, and There's I've listened no, to her before. Yeah, so I've, I am positive that I have told you about her music. We yeah. talk about music all the time. I believe that I brought Lord to you. I know that I brought Lizzo to you. No, there are Lizzo, people. you did not bring to me. That was that no. was that was the no. universe conspiring. Lies, lies. You're telling right it now. It was. You are telling lies. Also, it has been an established rule in our relationship, and this is one that we probably <laughs> should establish rule. It should go on a list somewhere. It should go on a list somewhere. Relationship that rules. You are the one that evangelizes music. You don't like my taste in music. That is not true. That is not a rule. Well, what did I do today? Can you tell the folks what I did today? You told me about a song. Yeah. Okay. We have not... You Okay. What I'm asking is not like <laughs> for you to... T- when I think you misinterpret evangelize. I was a missionary. I know what it's like to evangelize. Okay. Well, by you the way... You knock on my door... I open it up and you say, hi, I'm a representative of music. I'm here to blow your mind. I mean, and then you sit me on the couch, you get out your little flip pictures, and you say, this is Sia. She doesn't show her face in public. She's from Australia. She's been making music since 1970. Okay, like, maybe you're going to listen to me next time I try to do that. But no, I've, just make it official and I for okay. sure will listen. Well, I just need I'm a more a, formal atmosphere. I'm not official about it. I don't like to just take these things lightly. Uh, understood, I guess. As a as another side note, because I don't know how many side notes we're on at this point, um, this conversation is coming up because of an episode of the Pete Holmes podcast with Henry Winkler, and everyone should go listen to it that. It is so good. It is so good. Henry, Henry Winkler, Winkler is everything that you would imagine him to be. No, he's like, more than that. He's, he's a, amazing. He is, a, he is a guru. He is. He is he, a prophet. He, he had is. The wisdom about parenting that he had was, was amazing. Unbelievable. It was. It was. It was changing. Like it, was it changed touching. us. Like it. T- it has already changed the way that we have parented our children this week. Anyway, Pete didn't actually know who Sia was. Sia was like a huge part of his wife's life, and he actually didn't know who she was. 
So even looks in their like marriage, Val's not doing the appropriate bat evangelizing either. <laughs> Apparently not. Must be a thing about wives that they don't do yeah, evangelism. Must be. Let's make that a rule. It's a thing about wives they don't evangelize. Music. <laughs> they don't, or at least they don't do it formally. All right, I'll try to be the band Joseph is the band that I found today. It's just called Joseph. But if you want to look them up, you have to say the band Joseph because how would you just look up Joseph and find the right thing? You wouldn't. You wouldn't. So anyway, they're three sisters from Oregon. They're amazing. Their song White Flag, I heard for the first time today. Game changer. Then I listened to the whole album. Balled my eyes out. Sent it to my friend Trina. She also balled her eyes out. It was amazing. It was a silent, separate bonding. She lives far away from me. And yeah. Anyway. Last idea. Hit me. I need Don't. to take a drawing class. Ooh. And maybe a writing class too, but definitely a drawing class. Because one of my other ideas, well, whatever. I have two, like, I am, I want so badly to have collaborative creative projects with other people. I know. That I'm forcing other people into it. Like, if they have an idea, like, I continuously remind hey. them about it. And then I'm like, oh, I can help too. So I've you started pressing on two of these issues are two of these creative projects I've started pressing on them and one of them requires one of us to be a drawer draw or an artist um, <laughs> yeah let's avoid that word <laughs> and neither of us are and so like yeah I've just been drawing a lot of mushrooms well you can use me as an ex- as a success example because you pushed this cre- this creative collaborative idea onto me doing the podcast and it has been awesome well, I know. I know that humans need to create. I know that. That is that is what gives me purpose is knowing that people need to create. And if I can help them or push them or provide something to them, then I'm going to do it. And so I, I know. And so part of that is being, being able to do all the creativity things myself. And so that I can be like, oh, well, I can help you do blah, blah, blah. Or I can help you do this. Anyway, Aww. drawing class. Cool. That should be fairly easy. Um, I think a drawing class would be more productive than a writing class. Yeah, because, I mean, I don't think that's necessarily true. I don't, I don't respect, I th- and I, I will be very honest about this, I don't respect the actual um, learned process behind writing that there probably is. Oh, Does there that make sense? Yes. So, like, I understand, obviously, like, to be a doctor, you have to learn certain things. It makes sense to me in an art from an artistic way, or like to be a musician, you have to learn how to play an instrument. Like there are or you have basics. To learn, there are basics, and so like I understand that from a drawing perspective, but I don't respect enough that there are foundational building blocks and basics to writing. Right, and I and there are. I'm sure there are. Right. I mean, just from a grammatical standpoint. Yeah, and I don't think I'm concerned so much about that, but just like, how do you write? How does one right? Write? No, I get it. How, and and more like strategies, like how how do you how do you create something? What things you need to like keep an eye out for? And maybe more that would be like a writing group or talking to more writers. Yeah. And you could probably learn some of that a little more. Whereas with drawing, like I need some basic lessons, like how to shade, <laughs> or like I mean, if oh. I'm gonna be a tattoo artist one day, I need oh, to learn. Oh, is that how... on the list of things you're gonna be? Uh, obviously it's really funny to me and there's no reason why it's funny it's just because i know me and other people don't know me but when i say that i worked in a tattoo shop for six months people are like oh were you a tattooer they don't say tattooer because only people that work in tattoo shops say tattooer so they say oh were you a tattoo artist i'm like 
no. <laughs> like that's the, that sounds ridiculous. Right. Like no, I just cleaned shit and answered the phone, <laughs> and it was awesome. Speaking of, we got new tattoos. We did from Antonio Roque. Oh, the, the best, best of the best. The best tattoo on the planet. He's so good. Yeah, they're awesome. Maybe I'll post pictures when they're healed. Right now they mm. are in the dry, flaky stage. So yeah, I guess I'll post I'll probably now. wear pants tomorrow to cover it up because oh. it's just not really in a pretty place. But when they're healed. All right, we're ready to get into the real topic for the um, week. Let's do homework first so we don't have to do it after. Okay. I feel like that sometimes gets disjointed when we do it after. Do you have homework? Um, I have been super slacking on having ideas and things, and so I, I don't feel like I do have homework. So maybe your homework should be recording ideas. Yeah, for sure. I go to therapy tomorrow. I have a long list of things that I'm going to talk about. That are all one topic, really, but it's just like the specific points of the topic. Um, so I feel like my brain has been just very preoccupied on that and being sick. And I finished True Blood today. So. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly you finished True Blood today, so that's probably what's been taking Actually, your time. I didn't finish True Blood today because it's seven seasons long and Amazon Prime only has the first six, even though the seventh season came out in 2014. This that's is a, four years ago. It has nothing to do with that. It is HBO simply saying, we'll give you six for free, then well, buy number seven, and it I makes went financial on, sense. I went on to Wikipedia to see when it came out, because so I was like, well, maybe it wasn't as long ago as I thought, and maybe it just hasn't come out yet. So I went on to Wikipedia and looked, and I saw that it, the, like, the last episode aired like August something of 2014, and then I clicked on it, and basically all it said, it didn't give like any plot synopsis or anything like that, so I don't know what actually happened in season seven, but all I heard was that like, ratings dropped a ton, and it was super shitty. It was like, Season six sucked, which I can, I've seen season six and it did suck. And season seven was even worse. And so then I was like, well, there's just no chance I'm going to seek this out. Well, it's maybe, over. maybe Amazon didn't buy season seven. They're like, no one likes that. I mean, that like. seems weird, but maybe, I don't know. Anyway, so I will not be, I will not officially be finishing. Okay. So True what's Blood. your homework? Sorry. Write down lit. So here's my homework is to not develop the perfect technology for lists, but just start writing lists and yeah. pasting them all over the walls. No, that's And we true. could do it in the studio because so there's actually, a lot of free space down there's here. There's tons of free but space. But we need to spend more time down here because you have to be able to see your list for them to be effective. And I can say that this is one of those moments where I can write a list that is to be checked off and I can write something down that I've already done just so that I can check something off, which is that I have actually already started a couple of lists. So one of the lists that I started recently on the whiteboard that we do have in the kitchen is just music. Like we have a Google home and I am sometimes overwhelmed by the possibilities of music that I can play from Spotify. So I go into the kitchen and make dinner or meal prep or whatever it is. And I want to play music, but I am just, I can't think of what I want to listen to because there's so many options. So I've started writing a list on the board of music that like I know I pretty much like at any time or at least different genres. So then I can, I'll know when I look at the names what I want to listen to. I also started a list of movies I need to watch because I have a gap of a lot of movies and I need to fill the gap. The Matrix and Kill Bill are the first two things Yeah, I'm so pumped for that. Mike, I'm sorry to admit to you that I've never seen The Matrix. Um, I'm, I'm pumped to it. watch them again. We need to watch also Animatrix, which is like fits somewhere in the timeline. Sure. I remember watching that the first time that I had my biopsy done on my neck. 
Oh, and I was on man. Percocet. And I went to a different world. Shout out to neck biopsies. <laughs> Shout out to Percocet. <laughs> Molly Percocet. Molly Percocet. <laughs> no shout out. <laughs> no shout outs to Molly or Percocet. No I mean, shout out like to opioids. Half, half a shout out to Molly, but no ha- shout uh, Half a shout out to MDMA. We want to keep it pure. Curing PTSD. Right. From C to Shining C. All right, what's the topic for today? Oh, wait, did you have homework for next week? Yeah, I just said. Oh, sorry. Start writing the list. So I finished off the Evan Williams, okay? When I think about lists yeah i think about um the movie everything is illuminated do you know where he had all those like things on his wall no i don't remember that movie well enough he had like all these like i think like little plastic bags with like things in them oh yeah all yeah, across okay. the walls. yes 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 i imagine my walls being like that with something but i haven't found the thing yet but if lists are the thing we can just cover the walls and lists. is this going to become a beautiful mind is that what's happening yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it is fine. I'm just checking. I don't know. Okay. This is why... We'll so see where it goes. Once upon a time... This is a little bit of a tangent. Once upon a time, we went and looked at model homes. We were in Utah. This entire podcast is a it, tangent. It is. That's just what... We'll just say it's the tangent. Um, it's been a long, stressful week. <laughs> we went into a bunch of model homes. I remember. And the one that we liked the best, there were three of them, and there only one was... Only one... Of the houses was a one level house. Rancher. I think that's what they're called. Ranch. Anyway, we loved that house. We are meant to live in a one story, one level house. And that way everything is just all there. Like, I I don't know. This basement is empty and free to our use at any moment. And we just rarely come down here. Right. And it's, yeah, we're lazy. But I feel like if it's all on one floor, it's one of the lies I tell myself. That if it was all on one floor, that we would use it more. Anyway. Okay. Into the topic. Into the topic. We go. Obviously, last week, we talked about leaving Mormonism. We did that. Um, Faith, community, all that was involved in that. We, We talked about leaving all that stuff. And we, by the way, we've gotten amazing feedback from everybody. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing your experiences and your support, um, it has really meant a lot to us, especially this week while we're going through some other things. But thank you so much for sharing with us. It was really, really awesome. Um, made us feel loved and supported and like we should keep doing this podcast. Absolutely. And so thank you for that. Anyway, so in thinking about that, we started to think about, okay, well, what happened next? Like, what was the, what, what was next after that? We lose all of this. We go through this loss this morning and we continue. I mean, we're still doing that. Right. But what, what's next for us? And for me, it has always been, okay, now that I don't have this other set of rules and whatever you want to call it, I need my own life philosophy. And so I've been writing for two years straight, essentially about, my life philosophy and what that means and what it is and how I can live, how I can structure my life. I need, I still need rules. I'm still very much a rule follower, but now that I'm required, not required, but I have the opportunity to give myself my own rules. What are those and how should they look? So, um, we want to talk about today, like what's next, what our philosophy is, how have we approached life since then? Do you want to go first and give your life philosophy? Um, Do you have a life philosophy? I don't really have one narrowed down, but I 
I don't... Yeah. Do you so, want to go first? That was my first question. I know it was. And I was going to say yes, and I was going to go for it. And then, as always, I think it's actually better when I go second. Okay. So go so ahead. So I'll go first. So my original question was, what's the point of life? What should I be doing? If, if all this other stuff isn't, quote, true, then what do I need to be doing? And the first thing was, well, I just want to be happy. That's all I want to do. I just want to be happy. Right. That seems like a good objective in life is just to be happy. And as I got to thinking about that, it just, happiness is not a right. well, perpetual first, state. Oh, right. And then you have to define what happy is. Right. And like, Absolutely. It just becomes, and that's how everything is, by the way, is that it's all just like, well, I just want to be this. Well, then you have to define it. And then that leads you to another definition. And that leads you to another question. And like, it's a, it's a never ending rabbit hole, which is why I think I don't have a life philosophy necessarily like pinned down because it just it's kind of a a never ending I won't even call it a circle it's just like a never ending spiral down I wouldn't say spiral uh, down it's spiral just spiral down just like spiral on its side. it's just it's, it's just horizontal, life it's horizontal spiral it's just life it's just so that makes it a circle <laughs> it's a, no it's like a slinky that's on its side okay um but Right. A never-ending slinky, because like it can't have an end. <laughs> right, and that's—I mean—that's life. That's the search. Absolutely. That's, the, that's really what it comes down to: is just having a search. And happiness is part of that. But I felt like happiness, once I defined it, was sort of fleeting and not always. You can't always just independently achieve happiness. You can't right. say. Well, at least the way I define it. You can't just say, I want to be happy, so I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and then I'm going to be happy. Because sometimes you do X, Y, and Z, and you're still not happy. Right. And that just leads to frustration. Yep. So the way I narrowed it down originally was three things. So evolution, which is the search, essentially, like just growing and learning and trying to figure things out. So it was evolution and then satisfaction and pleasure. Those are my three things. I think I would at least add connection, if not completely replace evolution for connection, because I think evolution may be able to fall within pleasure and satisfaction. I don't know. But I would definitely add connection now. But what I want to talk about, so the reason I went to satisfaction and pleasure is because I tried to figure out what happiness was and then kind of separate it out. And satisfaction and pleasure are the two terms that I use to kind of define what happiness is and how, how I can best get it or what I can do best to achieve happiness or to right. have it be present. And when we were talking about YOLO versus the future, those two terms also came to mind that YOLO was pleasure and the future was satisfaction. Which was the best way that I have heard. I, that's the best sort of explanation or, um, definition of that for me. So I had two thoughts when you were talking. Well, number one, so YOLO versus future, obviously I I would assume that everyone knows what YOLO means. That was a good, that's, that would be a good, um, name for like a mixtape. YOLO versus the future. It yeah, like if there exist. were like two rappers, like YOLO and Future. Well, were there rapping. is somebody named Future or for the sure. Future or something. Yeah. And there's probably somebody named YOLO. Okay. For those not hip and with it and in the know, YOLO is you only live once. And because we don't 
have a... So, I, I don't know what I think about an afterlife. I don't actually, like... Think I, about I, an afterlife? I, well, I don't... Yeah, it, that is the perfect way to say it. I don't think about it. Right. Um, because I am... I feel fairly certain that if there is anything after we die, it is not me as this person somewhere else. Like, there is no heaven where it's like, I die and I'm like, oh... I'm in heaven, but here I am in my body. And like that, I just, there's, there's nothing you're going to tell me that's going to get me on board with that. So, um, with that being said, there is a lot of, there's a lot more focus. I put a lot more focus on what I'm doing in my life right now. And I want to have a nice future, whatever that looks like. I'm also very open to the fact that that changes all the time. So that's difficult for me. And so that lends me more towards the YOLO lifestyle, which can sometimes be destructive and also is just sort of like, I think it's, YOLO doesn't really seem like a life philosophy to have when you have children. <laughs> like that is, right, that makes it. Right, because the future is all ever present because you know that right. those children are going to be here tomorrow. Right. And also in 10 years. Right. And they have certain uh, developmental, they, they have learning to do, development to do. There's They need something to get them through those next 10 years in order to be right. functional human beings. So I will say one thing before you yes. go on. Sorry to interrupt. No, that's fine. The future is also somewhat bothersome to me because as a Mormon, it's all about the afterlife, right. all about the future, all about postponing pleasure and everything for a later time. Did you and feel so, that way? Because I don't know that I necessarily feel felt that way. I mean, I definitely knew like everyone's trying to get to this celestial kingdom. Like that's what's trying to happen. But like, I don't know that I, I don't well, know that I, I felt like my daily decisions. Were well, I definitely enough. felt like, oh, well, it'll be better in heaven. Oh, interesting. And so I think like, and, and to some extent, I also feel like that made me not live the way I did not appreciate this life enough. Interesting. I did not appreciate the people around me enough because, well, we'll have more time later. But that is probably not true. So I don't know that I cared about people enough either, but I don't know that I had the same reason for it. But anyway, just uh, that was just an offshoot of saying the future and why sometimes I don't want to live for the future. I just want to live for now. Right. And so. It's, it's difficult balancing having children and a practical life. Like we mentioned wanting to move out into the woods last week. And if it were just the two of us, that maybe if we were in the same place right now, which is unlikely if it was just the two of us, but if we were in the same place right now, just the two of us, we would, we would, we would make as much money as we can. We would save as much as we can and we'd go. Right. I also have the ever present, like we know people, your dad, as close as it gets, we know people close to us who die out of the blue and really? that happens. And he's 45 years old and he had a heart attack and he died like that. That happens. We know that that happens. And so I also don't want to just be postponing happiness because there's no guarantee. There is no guarantee. So my life philosophy, and we touched on this a couple of weeks ago, I struggle sometimes. I think the reason, one of the reasons I can't, define my life philosophy is because to me my life philosophy also feels like my purpose for lack of a better way to phrase it and I still don't know what that is so when you say connection 
and pleasure and satisfaction, I, I, those all resonate with me. Connection is definitely at the top of my priorities. Being with people and empowering people, empowering people is how I do that is still up for debate in some, in some cases of my life, but I do feel drawn to that mission. If you knew the method by which you would empower people, do you think that would be your purpose? That's a good question. I because I think so. Okay. I think so. And and to be honest, I probably I mean, I have a few of those methods already working in my life, and so I probably should just go with what I've got and be grateful and stop looking for more. And I do have moments where I feel that way. I told you recently that when I go down when I go down the cyclical thing of what am I doing? What's my purpose? Why like I need a I need a I need a job, but not just like a job, but like I need to be like doing something actively that I wanted you to remind me that I do have a job and I am a coach. That is a I am employed and I get a paycheck. And that is something that I'm not doing as perfect as I could be doing it. There's always things that I could be doing better. So I do have one. And I can be putting more time and energy and focus into it. And I can be getting better. And anyway. I think that's... So so life philosophy for me is just... It's so entangled with my purpose. Or what my... And see, I... I I struggle with saying my purpose for whatever reason. I completely am able to separate them out. Interesting. Philosophy is just how I want to live my life. Right. No, I get it. And purpose is what I want to do with my life. Okay. And so... Going back to what you just said, though, sometimes our life purpose is something we're already doing, but we're delaying our life purpose by asking what's our, what our life purpose Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Sometimes you just need to dig in, and that will take care of those well, questions. Well, right. So I have on my on my I have another board upstairs. So I actually do have lists all the way around, all around. All maybe already. you should evangelize them. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I have a uh, my thing for my Kia that has a bunch of. Uh, clothespins on them. Anyway, I think it was, I think it was Mark Manson actually, again, going back to the, the shit sandwich episode a couple weeks ago that he said, when people want to know what their purpose is, what they're really asking is what can I do with my time that is important? Right. People want to do things that are important. They want to feel important. They want to feel satisfaction. They want to feel some sort of accomplishment. Right. And sometimes just redefining or telling yourself what you're achieving by doing the thing that you're already doing is all you need to do to achieve purpose and say, well, actually when I do the things that I'm already doing and when I actually dig in and do more work and invest more time and do them better, I'm achieving purpose because I've now defined purpose with coaching. I am empowering these teenage girls and giving them confidence and worth and love and support and that is your life purpose and just remembering that and then reinforcing right. that and maybe tweaking some things so that you're doing more of it yeah, yeah. um i don't know all right so let's leave connection for another episode i know we've already talked about it quite a bit but i think it's probably its own thing yeah. because it, it has become so important to us and it's our work and it's so it tied into like my existential angst and life and everything else. So we'll pause on that one. It is the Edgel Family 2018 word. It is. We have connection written up on our kitchen wall. Yep. 
let's talk about satisfaction and pleasure. Let's do it. What is... Do you know what those mean to you or do you want me to... Um, that's a good question. No, go first. Okay, so, satis- <laughs> so the reason I divided the two things... Happiness, basically, I divided into satisfaction and pleasure. Because some things you can have an impact on and some things you can't. And satisfaction, to me, is those things you can have an impact on. There are the things that you do that are harder usually, take longer, but that as you achieve them, you can... It's not this euphoric happiness, but you get a low level of satisfaction from doing them. Right. So it's things like, it's like these daily habits, like flossing your teeth, for example. <sighs> it's not fun. Well, I think, I think working out, like when you were describing well, it, like right. that's the first thing I thought is like, that's, I don't get, I, I have yet to find, it's the holy grail of finding exercise that you get pleasure out of. Right. So I don't get I don't, pleasure so, uh, out so, of my exercise or my training or my workout or whatever you want to call it, but I do, I am satisfied. Right. And over time you might get some pleasure from it. There may be a moment where you're like, yeah, I did this long enough that now I am strong. I'm stronger. I achieved this task. What I wrote recently was satisfaction to pleasure. The relationship is if I train every day for however long, the pleasure will be in competing in some sort of event or um, using that training to one great moment. So if you talk about like a, an athlete, they train and they train and they train and then on the field, court, whatever, they achieve this moment of pleasure, huh. this euphoria because all every, it took all the satisfaction. And that, that moment of pleasure isn't guaranteed. Right. What if you do all the training, go onto the field, and the other team is just better than you all right. the time? All the time. At least you know that you put in the work, and that is satisfaction. That's a lower level of happiness. But let's say that the universe aligns and you achieve something great during a performance. Like let's say you're a powerlifter. That's something that okay. we know something about. And you're competing and you hit a new all-time personal record on the squat in this meet. It's a moment of pleasure because it's not you're not it's not a grueling day after day thing. It's a one moment right a culmination of events. There's the pleasure. Absolutely. And so I think that's that's really the difference between satisfaction and pleasure is that satisfaction is guaranteed. You can work hard every single day. There may not you have to define your outcomes appropriately, but you have to do it because you know it's the right thing for you. It's eating nutritious foods, it's treating your body correctly, it's reading with your kids on a daily basis, it's sp- spending time on relationships every day, it's the sort of non-fun work that you do every day because you know, number one, that it will give you a, a sense of accomplishment, which a sense of accomplishment isn't all that great, it's fine, it gets you through <laughs> the day, but it's not this euphoria, whereas pleasure on the other hand, Pleasure is eating a donut and feeling good for probably like half a second or however long <laughs> until the cream is gone. And no, then, no cream in the donut. Stop whoa. it. Stop. Let's not have another disagreement on the podcast Stop. about food-related items. <laughs> but it's that moment where you're like, yes, this is hitting all the heroin receptors in my head and it is awesome. And the next moment it's gone, but for a moment you have this euphoria. And I often experience pleasure as like just a connection with other people. But the only, it's not guaranteed. There's nothing you can do 
that will absolutely guarantee that that pleasure. Like even let's say drinking, like sometimes you get buzzed and you feel super great. And other times you drink and like you get buzzed, but it doesn't feel that great. Yeah. And so you cannot manufacture that pleasurable moment. No. It cannot always happen. You just have to appreciate when the pleasure yes. happens. And you have, to, you have been really good at teaching me that. We have had some really incredible experiences with people because that's the way. And maybe not everyone is like us, but that is, I know for sure, how you and I are. That those are our most pleasurable moments yes. when we are with people. And so we've had these really awesome experiences with people. And then you hang out with somebody again and it's just not... You try you, to replicate. You try to replicate. Right. So <laughs> Glennon Doyle said one time to her wife, She's like, when I meet someone new and I like them so much and I think they're so awesome, I always say to Abby, her wife, she says, I liked her so much. Let's never see her again so it doesn't go away. (laughs) Because that's how it is. Like, you want to replicate it and you can't, and it can't always, it can't always be 100 out of 100. And so you, and you, you just are really good at reminding me of that when we are in social situations, like. Just take it as it comes and appreciate it. And not every single one can be an A+. But you do need to keep hanging out with people. You do. And keep searching because for those Because it's moments. never going to be an A+, plus if you're not doing it. Right, because part, part of satisfaction is putting in the work. And I don't mean to say that relationships are work. I mean, oh, relationships... they are. They are. But I don't mean to say, like, every time you hang out with someone, you're just, like, waiting for this euphoric right. connection. And it never <laughs> happens. And so it just becomes very, like, just, just very um, boring and, like, a chore. There's some satisfaction with just connecting with people, catching right. up with them, doing the work, trying to like seeing how they are and trying to help them. But then these moments just kind of explode out of often, I would say often, the satisfaction, the work that you're doing will explode into a moment of pleasure because you've, you're putting yourself in the right place. You're doing these things, but that doesn't always happen. Nope. So... Anyway, so you know what I thought of my the the thing that you made me think of, and I realized I'm not going to define what satisfaction and pleasure mean to me because I think that I we are of one mind enough that that is how I feel about the same thing, and so, but the the thing I thought of that I can make the example of in my life is when I feed my children, I am satisfied. When I feed them a good nutritious dinner, I am satisfied with that. I have accepted the fact that children do not care and they are not going to give me the gratitude and the appreciation and the accolades. They're not going to give you any pleasure. They're not going to give me any pleasure. They just aren't. I mean, sometimes they do. So so here's the deal. So (laughs) so occasionally they do. Occasionally, like, they they said something about wanting chili, which I just, like, rolled my eyes at because I'm like, I'm going to make chili and y'all are going to complain because you suck because you're kids and it's just how you are. And then I made chili the next night and Sammy was like, oh my gosh, you actually listened to us. And they were so excited and they all had like multiple bowls. Well, except for JC who had to be like severely punished before he ate his food. But the girls loved it and they were really grateful. And I don't know that I would put that quite to the pleasure level. But what I will say is I'm satisfied when I feed them healthy things. Last night we fed them pizza because we were feeling like crap. I'm not satisfied with that. That doesn't make me feel good. I don't like to feed them that way. It bothers me. I want to feed them better. I have the standard for myself that I will feed my children a more healthy and nutritious diet. Stop. Where the pleasure comes in is every once in a while we will have people over and I will cook for them and adults know how to appreciate food and adults know how to give appreciation. So when I am thanked repeatedly and when when people are taking pictures of my food and (laughs) posting the food that I make them, 
that is pleasure to me. That makes me feel so good and so appreciated. Right, and you can't even guarantee that though. No, you can't. But That's if you why continue to cook for your friends and have them over, maybe eventually that will happen. But there's still a level of satisfaction for providing to them. Right. What I was gonna say is there was some pleasure last night in the form of shout out to Whole Foods Pizza <laughs> that is so big. It's the biggest pizza you've ever seen. It is gigantic. It and JC it does not fit in the cart. JC so did say big. to you, Mommy, thank you for getting us pizza. He does. That child <laughs> is a... Oh, man. He might be... I'm sorry, so, like, there's a moment of pleasure. Like He also might be a serial killer in the making. <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening with well, him. Well, I guess we'll find out. We just need to be on our toes is all I'm saying with that one. Yeah, I didn't... I did not mean to take us down the... No, but it's... No, but it's true. Um... That the pleasure isn't guaranteed even when I feed my friends. Like, it's not. And, and that's true. I fed people before and have not gotten any kind of reaction and have not. Like, but there have been moments recently that two that I can think of were like, I fed a group of 10 people and they were just, it, it made me feel so good to feed them well and for them to enjoy it and for them to have appreciated it and to be able to say, no, you don't need to bring anything because I got it covered and I can do it. And that was great. And that's happened twice recently. And also we make bacon wrap dates. So <laughs> there's that. And also if you ever come and visit me or if I ever come and visit you, I'll make you hash because that's what I do. So yeah. Anyway, that's my, that was my, that was the example that I thought of when how I would compare satisfaction and pleasure. Right. And sometimes the relationship between satisfaction and pleasure is, um, what do you call it when two things are like it's help each other? A oh. Venn diagram? No. No, no, no. Like, I don't know the word for it. I don't either. Complimentary. Oh, yeah. So, like, sometimes your satisfaction will lead to pleasure because you're doing that. And sometimes satisfaction and pleasure take away from each other. Maybe. Like, when you eat a donut, you have a moment of pleasure, but there's no satisfaction involved. And, like, no. the next, like, minute, like, two minutes after you eat it, you're like, uh, that wasn't really good for my body. And now I'm going to have gluten arm. And so Diana's arm. <laughs> shout, hurt. Out, shout out to gluten arm. So <laughs> Diana, her left arm, when she eats sugar or possibly gluten or maybe both, it just aches really bad. It anyway. It feels like it's burning right. and so like it's being sawed. There's no satisfaction body. in having gluten arm after the after you eat a donut. No. So th- those two things are opposite. But sometimes when you are eating you're eating nutritious food and you're treating your body correctly. There are moments of pleasure because of that, because you just feel really good. Um, Would you say that going a week without coffee made you feel satisfied so and I was, you had pleasure when you started drinking? I was just about to go into that. So the other thing is when you're abstaining from some, from something that gives you pleasure, it can be satisfaction because you're achieving something, right? You're doing work that's a little bit more difficult. And when you abstain from something and then have it, I find it to be more pleasurable. Yeah. Um, coffee, alcohol, sex, all the good stuff in all life. The, all the vices. When, when you Right. All the vices. When you abstain from those things for a period of time, it becomes that much more. Like, in that way, you can almost guarantee pleasure by just not having it for a while. You know it's a thing you really enjoy, but once you get used to it, it kind of takes the pleasure away. It lowers it. It's true if it's something... Coffee is a good example because more so than alcohol, although I would say more so than alcohol for me, but not not necessarily for you. So for instance, I'll explain. 
we both like the taste of coffee. It's delicious. So I don't really notice its effects. You do somewhat, but we like the taste. It's, it's delicious and it's a ritual and it's a thing. Alcohol, there's not that many forms of alcohol that I actually enjoy the taste of. I can drink wine, but I don't like how it makes me feel. Any liquors, I'm usually mixing with something. I mean, it's just soda and lemon, but still, it's not like I'm drinking vodka. Like, I, like, I don't really like the taste of it. Um, so... You like beer, though, right? I do like beer. So I guess if I abstained from beer, I would have that. But, like, what I was going to say is you're not manufacturing an experience. Like, it's 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 not the same as hanging out with someone and having a great time and then hanging out with them again and not having a great time. Like, we talked about the buzz. Like, sometimes you feel really good and it's awesome and sometimes you don't. But so, but if you enjoy the taste of the alcohol and you were abstaining from it, even if you didn't care about what the outcome was, you just right. wanted to yeah. have that mouth pleasure. Right. That's the, that's the um, donut example. Exactly. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, that's... That resonates with me. I like that. Anyway, so after not having a philosophy or having, I guess, leaving a philosophy behind, it became required, at least for me, because that's the way I work, to create my own philosophy. And I think my philosophy was that I refused to come up with one. Eh. No, I, I don't care that you don't like that answer. I reject that things are decided... And I understand that you acknowledge that they can change. I don't think they're decided at all. But yeah, I think... I just, so I develop like, I my philosophy don't... around natural laws. Like, natural laws say that if I feed my boot... My... my <laughs> I don't know what... <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> if I feed my body nutritious food for a period of time, I'm going to feel good. Correct. I may not feel great, but I'm going to feel good. That is a natural law. Because my body... Need certain kind of foods to feel good. Okay. And my body likes those kind of foods. So that is a natural law. I'm not. Okay. I'm not. I see what you're saying. I just this is the this is the pull of the YOLO in me that I don't want to think about. Like I don't I don't want to think about it. I, that isn't. I don't know. I don't want to think about a life philosophy that makes me feel like I have to be doing certain things see and i don't feel there's I, a measure of guilt that comes with, with that oh, for me and i don't want to do that i don't feel guilty i just I know, know you don't but i, I just, would i just set out the natural laws for life and how i know that i can live a quote-unquote good life and if i want to feel certain ways there are certain things i can do to impact that and there are certain things that i should not do to impact that and sometimes I have these moments of pleasure, and that, those are a little more right. That totally makes sense. Can't. I just am not the kind of person that wants that. Because then that I and I don't even I don't feel like I, I want it. I just feel like it. It is sure. There is a like there are natural laws, and yeah, I need okay. if I want to feel good, I have to align myself with those things. Makes sense, but not enough that you care to have it. I like yours. I'll use <laughs> yours. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's just not something. It imposes requirements on me, I feel like. And I don't want that. Interesting. So I just choose not to. There so, we go. So rewind 45 minutes when you said, what's your life philosophy? And I'll say, I don't have one because I don't want one. <laughs> so how do you govern your life? My gut. 
Okay. That's so your life philosophy is follow your gut. That's not a great answer, but I I just I spent twenty eight years believing that someone else, not that I couldn't make a decision, but that that decision needed or should be validated in some way by someone else, whether it be you or whether it be praying and getting some sort of confirmation or revelation from God. Like there was rarely, and obviously when I walked out of the house and had to decide which direction to drive the car, like I'm not thinking that small, but big life decisions, I didn't, I would never have felt like I could make that decision 100% on my own. And so now that's all I want to, that's all I want to do. And that's not a hundred percent true in that you are my partner. And so we do talk about things, but I also feel I trust myself enough to make decisions without you. I include you and you are included and you are a part of decisions because I want you to be. I mean, this is obviously decisions that you're like, it's not half your decision or whatever. Um, yeah, I value your opinion. I value your advice, but I don't, I don't follow your directive. Right. (laughs) I make my own decisions and that was something that was incredibly important to me to regain. And so when I think about a bigger picture like that, I just think I will know, I I will know. And if I don't know, like I I don't, it's all, everything's going to happen the way it's going to happen. Like I just can't be too concerned I'll make the best decision that I feel like I can make in any given moment. And then life will happen the way it happens. Right. I feel the same way. I know you do. You define it differently than I do. We have different brains. I, don't, I think I define <laughs> it the exact same way. I feel like I'll, like it's going to happen how it's going to happen. I just like setting up and explaining to myself when I have a moment where I'm like, oh, things aren't going right. And I can look and say, okay. Well, what are the things I know huh. will bring me satisfaction? And what are the things I know will bring me pleasure? Because oh. I think that there are some things to seek. And so... So my... What I would put to you is that I believe... And I, I could be completely wrong. But I think that's the difference between someone who has no clinical mental disorder and someone who does, which would be me. Like, you are you are playing out this, like, things are not going right, so I'm going to go back to the start and look at my philosophy. What can I do going forward that will potentially make things better? I believe that I have a clinical mental illness. And so I can't, I can't do that. My brain doesn't allow me to do that. Okay. It's like I had a conversation with your sister this week and she's like, I have a list of things that I do when I feel in a funk. And I said, yeah, I have that list too. And I purposefully ignore it. So it's not like that you... I don't have the ability to reset that way. So you have a list. You just don't do it. I guess. But my li- I'm talking about a list like, listen to music. No, no. I understand what the walk. list is. Like, it's I not a life philosophy list. list. It's like I a... mean, that can be a life philosophy too. Okay. Like, it doesn't have to be like this <laughs> great grand thing. Sure. If your life philosophy is, hey, I follow my gut. And when things aren't going right, I go back to my list of things that will make me reset. But if and you no, won't listen to yourself and go back to reset... Yeah, so I just completely negated what I said about listening to my gut. I don't think so. (laughs) Now I'm all, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, maybe we need to talk about this more. I think it needs to be more clearly defined, but I think we can get there. Okay. Um, 
Anyway, so that's... I bet that one of our listeners, I know that one of our listeners will have a way to ask a question or to phrase it in a way that this will make sense for us to like clarify it going further. Does that make sense? No. Okay. <laughs> so we need that question to clarify things so that it makes sense. Like I kind of think that we're talking in circles, but I don't know. Well, I'm so. sure that we're talking in circles. I, we, have, we have made several circles at this point. Um, would you call it a slinky that's laying on its side? I would call it a horizontal ending? spiral. The <laughs> infinite slinky on the side is what I would call it, yes. Yeah. Shout out to slinkies. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to toys made out of metal that can be stretched out and then destroyed. Yep. Shout out to Slinky from Toy Story. Shout out to Slinky Dog from Toy Story. Was he Slinky Dog? Yeah. Did they call I mean, him that? I mean, they just called him Slink. Did they call him Slink? Yeah. I don't know that he had a name. Oh, man. Toy Story movies are so good. They are really good. Shout out to Toy Story. <laughs> shout out to, to the whole crew. Shout out to Pixar, right? Yeah. Shout out to the whole Pixar crew. <laughs> shout out to nobody knowing what the shout outs are about. That's fine. It's fine. Okay. Um, oh. Oh, he just scratched his tattoo. Oops. Sorry, Antonio. Anything else that you want to say on YOLO or on the future? Uh, someone wants to... No. no so we're looking for the know. magic question. Yeah. We got lost. It was weird. Well, because you said Sorry, that you'd have my philosophy. Like, started bringing mental illness into it. <laughs> right. And it's all confusing. But I think that that is a good point, though. I think that, it's a part of it. Th- yeah, that maybe there is something. Because I... I have my stuff, but I don't have anything that doesn't allow me. I guess that's not true because sometimes I won't go to my list either. Sure, and I think that that I think to a certain extent. I mean, that's humanity, a, right? Like right. you're like, yes. no, I want to be angry and sad. Like this is my time to Correct. feel this way, and that's Correct. fine too. That's okay. That's part of it. That's the full experience. So I get that, but that doesn't that does not negate the fact that if I went back to my list, these things would happen. Okay. Yeah. So no, re- right. that's what a life philosophy is. These things are quote unquote true, and I don't know how. Okay. So I my say that. life philosophy is: listen to music. Given the new parameters that you've just given me, my life philosophy is: listen to music, talk to people. So I'm an extrovert, and I am, which means I am recharged. I gain my energy from being around people. That is not a 100 percent. Um, foolproof option for me when I'm feeling depressed, but it does work a lot of the time. So you might say connection. So I might say connection. I told you I liked yours. <laughs> if you wouldn't have pushed me on, I would have left it there. God bless. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out what, <laughs> what you're thinking. That's all. Um, connection. So, and then I cook and I'm satisfied and then I cook for other people and I have pleasure and yes, your life philosophy, Ben, <laughs> that's where it is. That I was not evangelizing my life <laughs> philosophy. I was, Maybe you should. <laughs> okay. Maybe I will. Oh my gosh. I'll okay. develop a set of discussions you, to teach you my life philosophy. Oh, and there's going to be six of them. <laughs> I'm going to need you to sit down. Yes. Oh I'm going to knock we on your door. We can't do this. We promised this was not a podcast about leaving the Mormon church. <laughs> what? The only problem is that we're giving people what they ask for, which is no. More the talk only about us leaving the Mormon no. Church. The only problem is that we left the Mormon Church, so oh, and we are the podcast. Right. Thereby, no, I'm fine with related. I'm fine with how much it comes up. It just, it just I'm fine. I'm totally fine. Everything's fine. It is. You can find us at the Justify Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. 
You can find us specifically, by the way, I am at Diana Edgel, E-D-G-E-L-L, Diana with one N. And you should maybe change your Instagram handle. No, I'm at Beanja, B-E-A-N-J-A-H. Beanja. Ja as in the way that Rastafarians refer to Jehovah. Beanja. I am God. We are all God. <laughs> He's, oh, that's such a full circle moment because you've had, you've been Beanja forever. Yes. Sometimes I, I, I have been Beanja forever. Well, no, I know. But like people have referred to you as Beanja for a long time. Well before you actually believed that you were God. And I don't really, I don't mean before you thought you would have your own water planet. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have to tell that story at some point. All right, not today. Not today, Satan, not today. Um, yes, and soon you'll be able to find us at advices.com right. under the Just Okay podcast section, along with all of our other many creative projects. I think we do have advices at advices on Instagram. We and do. We have at Edgel Barbell Club, which I do post on occasionally as well. We're on all the places. Yeah, come talk to us. Or we just text us. We are not consolidated at all. And we gotta I'm, go lots of places. I'm also on Facebook. Um, and you can contact me there. I've been getting yeah, a lot of... No, yeah, no consequences of being on Facebook happened this week. I've been on... Um, I've, been, I've actually been messaged Shocker. a lot through Shocker. Facebook. Shocker. Of all the platforms where we put our Why We Left podcast, that Facebook would be the one that causes problems. Well... Facebook is the most problematic. I didn't. I don't understand it anymore. So I didn't well, know. Like clearly, the, other people don't either. So. I, I don't understand what it does. It's the worst. Um, it's but the anyway, worst. you can Ruined also you can find me on Facebook. That is to say that you can message me through Facebook because I don't really use it otherwise. But you can message me through there, and I've gotten a lot of good messages through Facebook Messenger. Thanks, everyone. And had a we lot really of good like conversations with people. No, we love it. Like this it's is awesome. This is it. That's why we do it connection and share with me one might call that their life philosophy <laughs> one might call share with us your creative projects or <gasps> yes we get lots of those and please keep sending them and your life philosophy oh that's fun too share that with us too do it and enjoy the new outro yeah here it is <laughs> <laughs>